1: This is Aaron Ashley Simon
2: and this is Brandon Killaby Hall.
1: Welcome to another episode of grassroots podcast where it's not just about where you're going where you are but also about where you came from and today 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 we have a special guest
0: am I special <laughs> uh, that's, that's I like that thank you
1: no uh, hey continue introducing yourself
2: I'm all yeah <laughs> For, for the Simple. for the viewers that are listening, I know that sounds like a very plain name, but there we're gonna get into mall. Pause. Maul has layers of just mall. Pause. Can we get into you a little bit? Because <laughs> we it, this is
0: a personal thing. I, know. I I wouldn't have done this if we wasn't my my guy. I, I,
2: and I appreciate it. I I definitely appreciate it. You know, you're my man. hundred grand. I appreciate you coming through. Mm-hmm. Um. It's gonna be a good show, I think. Yeah. It's gonna be a good show.
0: Especially, Anytime me and Brandon Are like this close <laughs> sitting We have great conversations and, and it's so. been a
2: while so It has been I mean you know You Hollywood You live in LA There oh, here we on, go on, Damn we not, know, not 30 seconds on, in On very popular podcasts You know Yeah that's what they say Selling, selling out <laughs> venues and shit So yeah, you know That's what they say We just trying to build You know what I'm right. saying yeah. We just trying to build I like what y'all are doing though We just trying Thank to you. I, I, I definitely Thank I like
0: you. what y'all are doing I'm Thank seeing you. y'all movement And it looks really, really good. Let Thank me say you. that. It looks really good. Like I was very I had to give you dap on that. It was hey. definitely like y'all definitely doing a good job. And uh I love the uh the Royce episode. I l uh the Red Man, that's one of my favorite artists ever. So that was just dope for me. But I like what y'all are doing.
1: Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate like, we if trying. y'all was doing
0: some bullshit, can I curse? Yeah. yeah oh, of if course. y'all was doing some bullshit, I mean, homeboy
2: or not, I would have been like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I can't do <laughs> well, that. Well, that's what I say. A lot, a lot of my friends are like that. They're very. They're assholes. <laughs> they are. But in assholes in a good way. I keep the saying that. The group chat. The group chat. Yeah. Yep. He, he, he's group chat. Yeah. So, I mean, if ever I'm doing some whack shit, they'll be like, yo, big fam. Chill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chill. Yeah.
1: Brandon, Brandon informed me about the group chat. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's also how I, I found out that I was approved too. So she, she got the, she <laughs> got, yeah. the yeah, got the
2: approval from yeah. Joe. Got the approval from Joe. So. You know, I said that your group chatted in. It's just, it's just how we do. So, um, but let's, let's get into it, Maul, because I've always said this. Um, I'm extremely proud of you. Thank you. And the reason I say it is because I used to often say, and please don't take this to offense, but we've often said that Maul, you are a waste of talent because Mm -hmm. you just walk around and you just embody ideas. For those that don't know, Maul comes up with amazing ideas. Mm -hmm. Like, off the, we could just be chilling in the studio and he'd just come up with a concept for a record. Um, it is down to things. He, he's, uh, most changed things in our performance, uh, with Joe mm-hmm. that a lot wow. of people don't know about. You know right. what I'm saying? I've always said them more like, yo, like, fam, go do something. Right. So now to see you on this plateau and now, um, you have a fan base, like yeah. forget, cause you, you've always had a fan base. Every, yeah. Everyone is, is very, Uh, keen on you being very intricate in your thinking, but Mm -hmm. it's a humor behind it that Mm -hmm. it's relatable. But now it's to the point where you have a separate fan base from that. And Mm -hmm. now you're not just mall, but you're mall on one of the best podcasts out there, Mm -hmm. arguably. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the the fans are, it's say it's because of you. You're a great addition. So talk to me about that. Well, I think it was
0: just, uh, it's a natural feel. Because of my relationship with Joe uh, So I think the people What they're experiencing Is something that's real mm-hmm. They know that it's not just somebody That's sitting down talking And you know They like oh who is this person They see that there's a real connection And relationship So it comes across that way um, But yeah man There it, it was something that I You know I mean I, I I never thought about doing that We was doing a podcast a few years ago but, um, Joe, I was in town from LA and Joe asked me to just come do the show. Mm-hmm. So I went up there, you know, I did it and, uh, he said the response was great. And I was still in town the week after that. So he was like, you come back on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. So then it just turned into like, yo, dog, you just got to do the show now. Yeah. It's, it just fit that way. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like I said, it's just the natural chemistry, I guess. Um, I, I never really, the whole fan thing is still crazy to me. Like, People recognizing me when I go out in public now is kind of scary because you know where I'm from. I don't. Yeah. People just walking up I, to. I, I you about is, to it's say. It's kind of
2: like. Oh yeah. More has hood ideologies. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm from yeah. the hood, but, so it's like... It's, you, but that's what I'm saying. No, it's I'm not bred a not, certain way. You're so, bred a yeah. certain way. It's the same way. I feel like you and Joe kind of instilled yeah. that. Like, I was very angelic going on tour, and y'all was like, yo, B, you got to pay attention to this. You got to yeah. pay attention to So I get that. It, yeah. it, it comes with a certain paranoia, and mm-hmm. you 100% can identify with it because in what you do in your field all day, every day, being around athletes, yeah. fucking yeah. artists. So you get it. Yeah. But Maul is, has always been... Very vocal with that. Mm-hmm. Like more never took pictures. more yeah, I mean, more was very in the cut. Like, oh, that's And He'd be yeah. like, uh, yeah, what up? Yeah, like he I was very. I so don't like that attention. Yeah. So to see it, I, I'm, I'm happy. I appreciate it though. Like, I'll yeah. you know, because
0: some dudes really genuinely are they like yo I, I respect the show i love the show i love mm-hmm. what you do i love your di-. so that's cool but it's still i'm still getting used to it yeah you know it's, I mean? it's an adjustment.
1: yeah it's i identify with that because i like like you said I've, I've been working in mostly i started in the sports industry and then i did music mm-hmm. um but i was the same way like you go on my instagram i was not taking photos with all yeah. these celebs just only recently because i have to yeah. because my publicist is like well, I went for her as publicist, but the branding consultant was basically saying like, you have to start doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And even still, it feels weird. Yeah. Like even when people ask to take photos of me, it's yeah. like I'm not famous. Right. Like, I'm not famous. I'm me.
0: like, wait, me? Like, you want a <laughs> picture of me for what? Yeah. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, again, it's it's something that you have to get used to, and it's a change, but it's positive. So yeah. I'm not mad at it,
2: and that's always a good thing. So I mean, talk to us about more before podcasts. Because, again, you're someone, you're you're uh, an enigma. Mm-hmm. You're someone that is very intricate. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I know you. I know the layers. But right. I wanted to kind of uh, touch on that. And me and Aaron both said, like, I was like, yo, you know, we should get Maul on. And the first thing Aaron said was like, yes, I need to know how he thinks. He, is <laughs> yeah, I
1: need to know more. Because, okay. you know, I'm not... I'm not close with you. I only know certain things, but I, I could tell just even listening to the podcast that there is a lot more layers to you that you purposely do not show. That's
0: correct. I mean, I'm, I'm the total opposite of Joe. Joe Uh, reveals uh, everything. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you'll be lucky to get 10 minutes of talk from me. You know what I mean? But it's just something that I've just always been reserved. Um, I've always been, you know, a listener. I listen a lot I, i'm observant. i observe a lot um that's just my nature naturally if i'm comfortable with you, you know like mm-hmm. if i'm comfortable in, my, in the setting i can be yeah. the light for the of the room you know what i mean but if 100%. i don't i'm not comfortable with not even not comfortable if you know you kind of kind of fill people out yeah, it's, yeah it's the then i can open up more and reveal more and i feel like even on the show i've been doing that more uh I feel like the people are getting more of my personality, mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they're learning more about me. I've done other podcasts where I've revealed certain things that a lot of people didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, I mean, I can't just jump out there all at once, but again, me just, it's just how I was brought up, man. I was yeah. just always brought up to just, you know, just, just let them see you, don't let them necessarily hear you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yo, that's crazy, Brandon. Him and I are very similar. That, but you guys, you tell him about the time we met. I was the yo, same so, way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know
2: if you listened to the prior, but that's how I was when I met her. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We had we were doing our executive MBAs, and we both kind of had a connection just from music and just talking and shit like yeah. that. But she moves like that, and mm-hmm. I was saying, "Yo, you really remind me of a lot of my friends that are very just." on the guard and yeah. kind of, you know, to reserve type shit. Yeah. And I was like, that's what drew me to her. I, yeah. I, I, and then talking with her, I was like, yo, she's a genius. Yeah. I was like, we, we have to do something. Like, let's let's do this shit. Right. Like, we have to do it. So now for you, as you're now, I guess, coming out of a, a shell per se, how is it adjusting? Because you're you're still the regular person in your mm-hmm. brain, even though again, I I don't know if it'll ever sit in you're not really regular at this I'm point. I'm a regular guy, man. I, I hear you. That <laughs> I'm sounds just a good. Regular guy. I I hear you. <laughs> but on the grand scheme of things, yeah, you're really not regular anymore. So mm-hmm. how how is that adjusting? Like, because 'cause you're the guy that yeah, I just wanna go, you know, let's go to the pool or let's go shoot to the corner store. Like you're yeah. that type of person. I still see the thing is I still do these regular
0: things. Like I don't I, I'm a regular guy, man. Like mm-hmm. I ride the train you know what i'm saying I, I walk hauling blocks in the bronx like you know it's still like i'm still me man like i this this is all cool you know the notoriety and being recognized by people you never met before and you know that that's cool but mentally you know i'm still the same kid from the bronx man like nothing has really changed i mean i'm i'm travel i travel a lot and i have people from different walks of life that are close friends and family and things like that but To me, it's like, though, I'm still a regular guy, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm never, like, you know, felt like I'm above anybody or I'm better than anybody. Like, I'm a regular cat, man. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel you. I have a question. This is kind of a side step. I oh, keep looking man. at your shirt. It says oh, "Black men don't cheat." Here, here, Socrates. Don't cheat. Here,
0: here. Yeah, we, we. I mean, when have you ever seen the black? We win in already. For what What we got to cheat for? Again, for the
2: listeners that are going to be seeing this and hearing this, anytime Aaron <laughs> drops so that I little, ask, I got a question. I got a question. It, I got. A
1: question. I got a yeah, ask no, ask. I,
2: I just feel like it's real though. Black men, we don't
0: cheat. You know what I <laughs> oh, mean? Oh man.
1: But <laughs> what then? What was Kevin Hart doing?
0: <sighs> Kevin Hart was unfaithful. He didn't cheat. Cheating is different.
1: Okay, well, please tell me the definitions.
0: (laughs) See, cheating is when you're trying to. (laughs) I'm gonna let y'all handle it. No, but okay, cheating to me is when you're trying to do something to get ahead. You're trying to have an advantage that your opponent doesn't know about. It's not see cheating is more than just sexual relationship. I'm just talking about cheating in general. But can't
1: but can't a black man cheat against another black man because if it's more so about this inferior and superiority complex mm-hmm. i know essentially you're saying a black man can't cheat someone who's white per se right. but can a black man cheat a black man if they're both on the same playing field essentially
0: uh i guess maybe if, if it's you talking about a, a, with another black man but usually black men we it's no it's, i feel like we don't understand exactly how far ahead and how superior we are. Honestly, I feel like we don't. Like, if you just look at everything that we influence as black culture, as black men, like, look at all of the great black men that have walked the earth. I mean, black women are, are great as well. Just, to me, I think black women are the greatest ever. But when you think about black men, because we come when, When a black man is born, we're we're at such a disadvantage, right? Just as soon as we're born. So for you to look at some of the things that black men have achieved, that has to be the greatest. Like it's like how you come from those beginnings and just surpass everyone. That's just my mentality, though. Like there's nothing black men can't do in my mind. I
1: respect that. I respect
0: that. That's just that's just my thoughts. Is it clear now? I yeah, still, we, I, I still, like her though.
1: I, she's, still, I still think. I,
0: I still she's, think. Look, she's looking at me like I want to slap this nigga. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. I'm, I'm for me, like, I mean that. I see that you have, you have logic in it. Mm-hmm. There are some people that just say black men don't cheat yeah. Yeah. because no. they don't. I'm like, what the hell is yeah, that? No, it's, like, it's
0: deeper than that. Yeah.
1: Now I, I understand. I understand the the deep aspect to mm-hmm. it. Um but I do think that black men can cheat on black women. Yeah. Um, because if we're talking about the levels, the the you know the inferior inferior, I can't even talk. Mm-hmm. But like the level, the playing level field. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. that's why when I was like, hmm, black men don't <laughs> cheat.
0: Again, um, black women to me are like God, so. black men have a long way to go to catch up to black women. It's
1: interesting yeah. you said that too because I remember I took a class and it talked about black women and like. It's very similar, very similar to kind of like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. When black men are boor, bro, uh, born, born, mm-hmm. I'm tired as hell right <laughs> now. It's okay. When black men are born, they have a strike against them. Mm-hmm. And my mom always taught me that black women, you got two strikes. You're a black and you're yeah. a woman. Yeah. So I, I
2: always say so that though. That's why I normally, um, I, I try to keep women around me. Mm hmm. Only reason, number one, because I, I've always said this, I feel like you learn more from women yeah. than you ever can from a man.
0: Well, see, what it is, is women, and I'm the same way, I, I love being around women. And it's not even a sexual Yeah, no, nah, I, I just, just love yeah. the Please honesty that comes with women, uh, the perspective. Women see things in a way that men can never see things. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no, see, when you have men, a bunch of men in a room, it's already a competitive thing. Yeah. When like I'm not in competition with any women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I have women around it's genuinely like I'm learning from yeah. them. And I'm 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 experiencing new things like women know you know, with certain type of foods to try. Like, my homeboy, we going to eat the same shit if we got burgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? A steak or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Women want to change your palate a little bit. Yo, well, taste no, this. She'll, taste she'll, that.
2: No, she'll eat a burger. I'm doing and, the whole eat around and, and, the world And so with my assistant, uh, Nicole, she'll eat a burger. This, no, know.
0: no. Women eat burgers, but I'm just saying women are more inclined to
1: get, get there to try it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah!
0: Oh no! Yeah, 100%, 100%. You know hundred I mean? percent. I agree. Like if my homeboy come over and be like, "Try this," I'm gonna smack that shit out his hand. <laughs> want me to try different? You know what I mean? It just don't come across the same as coming yeah. from a woman. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. So why? So so why do you think it is that for you, obviously, you you think that black women are amazing, that there's so much that you can learn from them? Then why are we in a time period where there are men that, even though they came from a woman, a woman gave them life, mm-hmm. and they continue to disrespect women, and more specifically, continue to disrespect black women, especially well, like these young cats out here. Well,
0: these young dudes are lost. You know what I mean? They, they, they lost. They don't, they don't, they don't get it yet. And I don't. You know what? I can't blame them. I can't put all the blame on them because they have to be taught that somebody has to reach back and kind of get in their ear early. You know what I mean? Right now, it's just like you know, with smartphones and the internet, a lot of kids are growing up in the house and they're growing up in the basements and their garages. You know, they're just doing just weird shit and putting it out to the world. And right now it's like a who can be weirder than who competition. Like when you look at all the new artists that are coming up, like the way they just look at them. It's like, oh, he has purple hair. Okay, let me, I want to have gray hair. I want to have blue hair. I want to have, I want to, Tattoo my entire. It's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what the era I come from, the way you stood out was your talent. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't about how you look. Like I always say, look at Biggie. Biggie told you I'm black and ugly as ever. However, I stay Kooji down to the socks. That was him saying, like, dog, I'm ugly, I know that, but I'm fly. You know what I mean? So yes. other cats had to acknowledge that. Like, he is a fly
2: dude.
0: Yeah. Now it's just like, who can be weirder? Who can do the most drugs without dying? Or, like, this, this, this generation coming up is scary, man. And it's like, I can't expect them to speak on certain things and know certain things because it's kind of like, I feel like my generation, we kind of just threw away with them. Like we saw them being with and we was like, all right, then there ain't no getting through to these young dudes. Like, yeah. let them do what they want. Because again, when you have your phone in your hand, I could talk to you all day. And as soon as you go home, if you decide to go in your privacy, your bedroom and get butt naked and put baby pot all over yourself and put it out to the internet, it's nothing I can do about that. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a couple of years ago, it was like you couldn't do that. You know what I mean? It was like the world... I would see it I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. But the world wouldn't see the weird shit that certain... And don't get it twisted. I always say, because people love to say, oh, how would Biggie or Tupac be if they had Twitter or Instagram? Don't get it twisted. They might have did some crazy wild shit too mm-hmm. because they were young. You know, Big. I keep telling people, those cats was only 24, 25 years old. Yeah. That's why when you see young artists now, like, oh, he's young. Uh, Yeah, Nas was 18 when he he did Illmatic. 18, 19 19. when he did Illmatic. So it's like, I don't, the age thing doesn't, it's all about how you're brought up. And me, I was always fortunate enough to be around older dudes that were role models that I could look up to and learn from and learn from their mistakes and just kind of try to follow in their path and avoid the obstacles that they had to run into. But these young cats now, I don't feel like they have that. Like, I feel like they don't have anybody that's reaching back and that's trying to help them. It's like, you know, when you have a a smartphone in the end, you feel like you know it all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And back in the, the early 90s growing up, it was like you had to learn on the fly outside. Like, you had to be on the block. You had to be around people that experienced certain things and that knew certain things. You couldn't just be in the basement and be weird all day. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't happening. You had to either. And if you were, like when you came outside, cats knew, oh, that's the weirdo. Yeah. So it's kind of like now the weirdos are cool. Yeah. Like they're getting all the attractive women. they making money. they driving nice cars. It's like, so why would they stop being weird? Yeah.
2: Well, if they
0: have all the things that the cool guys have.
2: Well, that's the thing. It's, it's to your point, times have changed, right? It, uh, I feel like uh the term The geek shall inherit the earth Is happening But the mm. what we deem the geeks Are really the weird people mm-hmm. And not to categorize But that's how they're categorized As being the ones that uh Want to express themselves You know, wearing blouses Versus, yeah. man bags stuff And again, like that. you
0: know, to each a That's what makes you comfortable Cool, but you know, we have to call it. It is a little weird from what we're used to. It's, it's, a, little, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a little obscure. Yeah, it's like it's I didn't grow up with cats with purple and green hair. Yeah. It was kind of like, that was Halloween Yeah, if somebody did that. And then it was like you understood it. Like, okay, the next week homie was back to irregular dude, regular dude. You know shit, what I mean? But yeah. now it's like they've embodied these personas that they have to live up to every day. Yeah,
1: But it's, like, it's kind of a catch-22, though, because although they're doing that, they are also the same people that are breaking the music industry system. Yeah. yeah. Like the system where it's like, oh, you have to be on a label. If you go to a label, if you don't have enough clout, then you're going to get a 360 mm-hmm. deal and this, is and that. And there are people that are breaking that. Like if you think about it, even musically, technically, musically, Chance the Rapper is more towards that weird category than per se the norm of, of hip-hop. Mm. I agree. He, If if you think about it, he's kind of more, not saying that he's weird, but if you, if there was like a balance, he's more towards the other side than he is from the traditional sense. But it's like, although they're like that, they're the ones that are kind of bringing to, to light the, the bad side that Mm -hmm. comes with labels. And I hate to say that because I know people that work at labels, but there are some, not some good things that come with business. And they're pointing that out. So it's kind of a catch-22. So it is, although that's something that's weird, isn't that also kind of like a good thing that they're kind of, Pointing out a flaw in the system
2: in a I, sense? I, I think so. I think so. I just um you see, I think my issue is this, right? And I agree with you. I agree. My issue is their influence is so big on kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they have the power and I'm and I know that's where the the conflict is because you want people to, you know, express themselves, you want them to be who they are. Yeah. But I just think about kids that watch them on TV, kids that idolize these people, and they may not be secure. They're probably not secure. Yeah. Where in it's and, like and the
0: Rugrats grew up.
2: Yeah. That's what I call yeah. it. This era is and, and, like and all the Rugrats grew up. And they're outside. And now. they just outside. Wow. And yeah. now, but now you have yeah. kids that idolize these these other adults and they're it could be confusing them. It mm-hmm. yeah, could be, yeah. d- d- uh, you know, kind of changing their mentality or, or how they approach life. Right. Yeah, so like that's the my only stuff. concern. That's my. That's what I really get concerned I, I'm cool about. I'm cool with... Listen, be expressive. Be yeah, artistic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for All of it. those things
0: are cool, but at the same time, it's like all you kids are running around popping pills. Yeah. That's what I don't like. Sipping lean. You know, doing all of these drugs and it's kind of like... you, you. You're showing these young kids, or you're making them believe that that's okay and that's mm-hmm. cool, and it's not. Yeah, that that's a problem. That's mm-hmm. like a real problem. Like we have lost artists from drug addiction, like that's something that hip hop and you know the black community doesn't really like to address. Mm-hmm. It's like, dog, these, these young kids have they have a problem. Yeah, they're zombies. Like if you look at somebody all day popping pills, sipping, it's like, what are
1: you doing? Yeah. It's like they can't function without it. Exactly Like I, I I, don't like it Like so, I, so when
0: kids see that They're like Oh he's doing that And he's What they deem to be successful
2: mm-hmm. I can do it Yeah You know what I mean And it's like That's just a bad thing That was said But then that's the other thing I feel like With times changing I feel like When you're a rapper And this may sound crazy But if you're a young And up and coming rapper In this day and age You gotta pop pills You gotta do lean Because it's the popping thing Right now, even though it's horrible, but all you hear in music in this day and age is about lean, it's about pills, and it's about getting faded.
1: I think it's even a little more deeper than that. I think it's the fact that in hip hop, they don't want to address mental health. Yeah. A lot of times when people take drugs is because they're trying to run from something. They're trying to suppress something. And that's what people don't just,
2: that's what jokes are. People don't just
1: take, I mean, maybe aside from weed, but Mm -hmm. anything that's stronger, people don't just take that just to take it. Like, oh, let me do it for fun here and then and there. Like, no, like if you're, like consistently taking it you're trying to suppress something and that's the issue is that we don't want to address the fact that mental health is a big issue Mm -hmm. within the urban and black community that no one wants to really talk about absolutely i
0: agree i totally agree with that i think it's bigger than that though i think that you know the the powers that be you know you look in look at the 70s the 70s was what peace Mm -hmm. yeah music you know love and then what happens after that? The '80s, drugs come into yeah. the communities.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So now it's like, so you okay, think it's, it's
2: just war. going all the way back around again, like how it once was? I
0: mean, it's listen, man. It's not to get deep because I feel like this is like a fun, light nah, conversation. But I really feel like there's a bigger agenda in that the powers that be use tools to infiltrate the communities and to infiltrate families Mm -hmm. and music being one of them. And if they feel like all of these young artists are talking about is drugs, 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 drugs. cool, drugs. Let them do it. Let them do the drugs. You know what I mean? But if we talking about how, you know, Jay put out a whole album just trying to teach, like, which is why I think that's one of his dopest albums because it shows the maturity of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's like showing his mistakes and things he wish he didn't do and things that he he learned, and he's just trying to pass it on. Like, yo, take that look, get your credit up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Buy property. Like all the the jewelry is cool, but you know what I mean. Like that ain't it ain't about nothing. Buy some art. Yeah. you know what I mean. Invest in the like. So now when you try when you start to make things that we don't realize is cool, cool, they don't want that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Ross said, you know, you love me when I buy. Watches and all of this, but you hate it when I buy land in foreign places, yeah, yeah, it's real,
2: so now it is a good segue ho right mm. so a lot of people don't know that your brother mm-hmm. um is you, and you've always said is is um you, is, he's someone that you've looked up to right. uh throughout your years growing up musically right um talk to us who 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 is your brother and and why is that so important for you
0: uh my brother biggs. Uh, Biggs and Hip Hop. Um, that's probably the two names that are most prominent in the music industry. Um, yeah. So growing up, uh, you know, looking up to my brothers and what they were doing and the movement there, and even back then, I didn't really understand what they were doing. I knew that you know it was music, and you know Jay was an artist, and but I didn't understand what they were doing for the culture.
2: Now, mind you, for the listeners and viewers, again, uh, Big, and uh, these are the co-founders or part co-founders of Rockefeller Records.
0: Yeah, it was it was uh, Dame J and my brother Biggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started uh, Rockefeller.
2: So now, when as you're coming up, because I'm I'm I can only imagine you being in so many different uh, spaces, I guess, for lack yeah. of a better word, where you're just soaking in memorable moments probably historic moments mm. and then to see the fallout how does that affect you because at I'm at this point I mean I, I remember being out with you one night and we was, uh we went bowling or some shit mm-hmm. and we bumped into Jay and, and Beyonce Jay walked up to you dapped you y'all had a whole conversation mm-hmm. how does that change when they then part ways and Or I I I wouldn't say not on good terms, but just not on speaking terms. Did you you ever feel like conflicted?
0: No, I mean, uh, uh, when I saw Jay that night, when we were at the bowling, I mean, the the split had happened already years. That was years into the split. But it's because I know these guys personally Mm -hmm. and I know, you know, the love that they have for each other. And I understand that that was business. Yeah. It wasn't a personal thing like that, like how people made it out to be. It was never that it was never you know no negative shit talking it wasn't that it, it it hurt because I looked at these three like they're like unstoppable, yeah, coming from where they came from and situations that they came through. I'm like, these guys can do anything, like you know, I've seen it, like they can do anything, mm-hmm. so for that split to happen, it was more so like damn, like businesses. Business, this is exactly what it is. is. But I didn't. I mean, it didn't. I didn't feel no type of way about it. Honestly, I I wish that it wouldn't have happened. I I wish that it was a way to work around it, and you know, for those three to still be together and making history and moving the culture. But I mean, when you look back at what they've accomplished, I mean, it's still so relevant today Mm -hmm. that I don't look at it as a loss. I don't look Mm -hmm. at it as something that's like. It was short-lived and they didn't, you know, set out to achieve. Because you got to remember, Jay, oh, he's on record saying he only wanted to do one album. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you look up now at who he is now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of like, okay, so you literally surpassed and have done things you never thought you could do. Yeah, you and, and I say that all the time. Like I hear people saying, oh, Jay is the greatest rapper ever. You know, people have their opinions. And I laugh and I, I always say, yo, Jay is one of the greatest humans ever to me because this is a guy that literally sold crack in the projects of Brooklyn who is now one of the most influential men in the world. Yeah. That story is crazy. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like coming from that, that 80s era and being in the streets and, and to now being so influential in business and music and, yeah. Just cult, black culture, period. It's amazing. You know what I mean? And, and I, I witnessed it from the beginning. And again, I didn't, you know, I'm young. I didn't think it was something that was so deep and so, so serious and it was going to impact the world the way yeah. it did. But now looking back, I'm like, damn, like I really was able to see some like major things. And now I re, I revisit some of those things in my head. And I try to apply that to myself, moving the way I move. Like the one thing I learned throughout all of that is that relationships are more important than money.
1: Mm-hmm. Facts. I completely agree. And I guess I have a question for for both of you. You know, I know he addressed when when they fell out with Rockefeller. How did was that experience oh. for you? But my question is, as someone who you know, I'm not really. I was. I was. Maybe like three years ago, I started working in the music industry, Mm -hmm. so I don't have as deep-rooted experience as you Mm do. So, how do you deal with situations where it's either a friend or a rapper that you know, and they do something like assault on a woman Mm -hmm. or sexual assault, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually true? Like, it did happen. Like, how do you how do you how do you even deal with that? Because it's like that's your friend, Mm -hmm. and he's a rapper. But then also on the same note, it's like, that's something serious that you have to deal with, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, for me, a lot of that you have to deal with internally. Like, you can't try to live, you know, and deal with things that are that serious publicly. And it's like, you kind of see signs. Like, if it's your friend or somebody that you really close, you see shit building up to a point where... That's why it's important to not be a yes man. And you got to be able to call your 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 people out on shit that they shouldn't be doing. Like, yo, fam, slow down. Like, I know a lot of my homeboys, like, you know, they like to drink and smoke. And mm. it's like, yeah, but, you know, you got to chill because, you know, there's cameras everywhere now. So you can't have a drunken night and not think that that shit is going to be on the internet in an hour. Yeah, Because people, you know, especially when you're a, a athlete, an artist you know people see you and it's like the first thing they want to do is take a picture or record something Yeah. so you can't even have these these lapses where you're just being too comfortable or you know if you feel like you're in a situation where you and a, a female are you know getting to a little heated argument I mean hopefully you have people around you that can see it escalating and just be like alright yo but now you know like again I can't control what you do when I'm not around you. And if, you know, one of my homies is in a situation where it's like I wake up and, hey, oh, he beat some girl. Up. The first thing I'm doing is calling my homie. Like, yo, what is this? And I would hope that he's going to be honest with me. He, I'm not TMZ or anybody. Like, I need to know what happened. My phone is blowing up. Like, and I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and if your homeboy tell you the story and it's like, oh, some this bullshit. Like, because, again, it, things get magnified when it's a public figure. It's like, if I have an argument with a girl, you know, it's just an argument. But if Kobe has an argument with his wife, it's domestic violence. It's, you know, it was physical. The cops had to come. And it's like, but if you talk to Kobe and his wife, and it was, it's just like, yo, we just had an argument. It wasn't nothing physical. Yeah. But, you know, media gets it. It's their job to pump stories. But yeah. you just got to be a good judging character and know your homies and try to keep them. Like, I try to keep even not just friends that are known even my regular homeboys is just regular cats. I just try to if I see them going to something that I think is going to end up bad for them I try to yo dog don't do that yeah. you know what I mean like you know you don't want to go down that road because when it's over and, and the smoke clears you gonna be like that was unnecessary yeah it's always in the heat in the moment you just not in your right state of mind after you like I could have avoided that easily yeah i'm the king of avoiding shit mm-hmm. like i don't like commotion and fight it's just like dog for what Mm -hmm. somebody going to jail somebody's going end up in the the outcome just gonna be bad
1: it's bad
0: for what for just five minutes of you just not thinking no it's Mm -hmm. not worth it
1: yeah
2: now as as you do your podcast you know you guys are very open uh and or candid with each other you Mm -hmm. know uh, when recording, is there ever a time where like your brother or just some of the people that are known celebrities that you're friends with that you've maybe touched on or the podcast has touched on, it's caused a little bit of like a conflict where you like, yo, my bad I, we we was wild. We was wild. Like we had to chill. Uh I've definitely gotten calls from Lenny S. Okay. Uh
0: you know, people don't know who Lenny S is he works at Rock Nation. He was uh worked at Rockefeller for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Joe has said some things about Lenny that Lenny took a a little personal and took a different way than I think was intended. Mm-hmm. Because I know Joe, you know, he doesn't have any issues with, with Lenny yeah, personally. Yeah, he, he definitely does. But, you know, Lenny definitely hit me. Uh it was it was it was a little tension from the OVO camp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was Yeah. yeah. Things, Ooh, cha- yeah. things changed things changed a little bit. Like it's it I feel it. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. the change where it's kind of now like you know, oh, that's Joe's man, and you know, yeah, it's, it's it, but it's it's like, though it ain't really no beef with nobody. Every, I mean, it's people like to, you know, it, it, rappers more than anybody to me are extremely sensitive. Hundred percent agree. We, I
1: think we had that conversation we just too. Had too. Conversation. Yeah, hundred like
0: percent agree. Like rapper, and it's crazy because some of these guys come from the toughest backgrounds, but it's like when they hear another artist mention their name, if it's not like Oh my God, he's amazing. He's the greatest. Da 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 da. Anything less than that is taken as, oh, he throwing shots. or He talking yeah. shit. Or he. And it's like no, like we. If it's if I don't like a record that you put out last night, that doesn't mean I don't like you it's or I have a like, problem with like you. Yeah. I just don't like that record. Like I, I, I don't understand why that's something that rappers get so emotional about. And I get it, it's your craft, it's your art, people are sensitive about this shit. Mm -hmm. I get it. But come on, man. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, you guys are making all this money traveling the world. What are you really upset about? You know what I mean? Like, like come on.
2: It's like I'm saying, a, a a part of it does have to deal with us being consumers. We put yeah. these people on these pedestals yeah. and build them up to be holier than now. Yeah. So, of course, when something happens, mm-hmm. that rapper pride, that rapper ego comes yeah. into play where they're like, oh, nah, fuck that. Like, yeah. I got to do something. I got to yeah. react. Yeah. Even it could be the littlest shit it's ever. The dumbest I, got, shit in I the world, have to man. do something.
0: It's the dumbest shit in the world. I don't I don't understand rappers when it comes to that. Yeah. Like the sensitive emotional shit. I'm just mm-hmm. like, dog, you sold drugs before. Yeah. Like this, somebody saying something about you should not affect you at all. Yeah. Like you've seen a lot. You've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Your skin should be a little tougher than that. Yeah, I agree.
2: Now, um, musically, right? Because mm-hmm. Uh, you guys often do play sleeper songs on on your um podcast now with Joe. Where do you where do you find these people? Because your 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 music is always very intricate. Like it's it's yeah, not I, it's never one dimensional.
0: I like uh as of late because I you know Joe and Rory seem to you know they just all the way R and B. I'm a an R and B guy myself. Mm-hmm. I you know I love R and B. I don't really listen to a lot of rap. Any rap I do listen to, it's like either old school or it's like new dudes that are like extremely dope.
2: Who are you? Who are you listening to now, and new right now? Off top of
0: I, I literally just listen on the way here. Listen to like the Belly project he just put mm-hmm. out the other day. He might be my favorite new rapper yeah. right now. I think he's extremely, extremely talented. I think in this climate, he's a breath of fresh air.
2: You actually put me on the belly. Yeah, yeah like you I think
0: that you should got to listen to his new project. Yeah, like he—he's somebody that's been around for a while. You know what I mean? You can tell. Like it, it's just that now is his moment as an artist. He's mm-hmm. been around the industry for years. He's written songs with The Weeknd and Beyonce, and you know what I mean. So he's been around. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just like in the cut now he's coming out of his shell you know he lost a lot of weight Mm -hmm. so you know now he's he's there. yeah Yeah. he 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 getting into his bag now but you know just as far as his talent level i think is is going to be recognized i think top of the year he's he's going to have i mean he's this project right here i think is going to put him on more radar Mm -hmm. but i think next year is going to be the year where he's like I'm here. Full front. Yeah. Yeah, Like, but Mm -hmm. if you get a chance, check him like his project. And again, I'm I'm a I'm a SoundCloud guy.
2: Yeah.
0: I think there's so many amazing artists on that platform, you know, and it's like they just you create your best when it's just you know, you're not. Or it's Janet. not a job. It's yeah. just I'm freely expressing myself.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's also some that are they're out there just not getting the limelight, like uh, Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, uh, JID is another mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. They're really dope, but they're just not. I don't know if it's because it's not quite their time yet, yeah. or they're just not getting the shine that that they deserve yet. A though.
0: lot of it is timing. Yeah. And right now is you know it's hard to be a super intricate rapper mm-hmm. because you know people's attention span is a uh, show so short if they can't dab a twerk to it they ain't really trying to yeah, check it's not like go that good. unless somebody that they look up to stamps the approval like yo this is the new guy yeah you know what i mean when that happens then they'll listen but if somebody's just putting out music without a stamp of approval from a heavyweight it goes nope. under the radar. Yeah, You know what I mean?
1: But that's why I appreciate the fact that we have TDE in Dreamville yeah. yeah, with J. Cole and then even like when Kendrick and them say, yeah. oh, this is a new person that signed, everyone instantly pays attention. It's yeah. like they're utilizing their influence for good. Right. You mm-hmm. know, instead of like, quote unquote, selfish intentions.
0: Right. Yeah, You're certain talent you just can't suppress. Mm-hmm. It's just certain talent. That I don't care if anybody stamps them or not, they're going to, be successful because their talent just calls for that yeah i think kendrick was one of those people that when i first heard you know his his, his uh section 80 yeah mm-hmm. when i heard Sixth. that i was like fire oh he's out of here yeah you can just tell like he, his talent was like on, on another level mm-hmm. he has to be successful you know yeah. what i mean it was just like he was just one of those j cole was another one yeah when i first started listening to cole i was like he's, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be okay You know what I mean? Because it's like you could just tell. And I feel the same way about Belly. I feel Mm -hmm. like his talent, uh, and he's so intricate. Like, things around him, the way he looks, his Instagram, you know, I I could tell that he's he's, he's funny. Mm -hmm. Certain captions, you got to be like, okay, he has personality. He's not just, like, talented, but, like, you know, just dull. Like, if you meet him, it's like, okay, this dude doesn't have any personality. He has personality. Mm -hmm. And I think that him losing a lot of weight, is you know giving him more confidence with women, you know, with clothes that he's wearing, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like okay, he's ready for this this limelight.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Underrated, number one, underrated artist right now in your opinion?
0: Number one, underrated artist right now in my opinion. Can I give you rap and R and B? Yeah, please. Yes. Uh, rap underrated. I would have to say Royce the Five Nine. Agreed. Facts. I think he is I've said it before, I think he's better than Eminem. Me personally. Yeah. I think he makes better music. I think he's he talks slick. I like slick talk. I like fly talk. Yeah. I think he does that very well. He he can he's a great storyteller. He's very intricate. Like I remember when we was in Detroit. And being in the studio, you know, Roy. So you come. I'm at the studio. You know where I'm at. You know, I'm. I'm like, alright, I'm gonna pull up on you. I pull up. You know, I go in there wanting to chop it up with my with my nigga. Nah, bro. Like this nigga isn't on. He's a robot. Yeah. You know we, what I mean? It's we, like we witnessed it
2: firsthand. Yeah, being like, in Detroit. Like, but he used
0: to tell me, like, Ma, listen, you know what I'm doing in the studio. You you free to come by, but yeah, it he, ain't no. You know, I'm in here just. On my Rain Man shit, and I, I was like, "No, nah, I get it." So, you know, I've seen the work that he puts in. So, t- he might be to me, he's the most underrated mm-hmm. rapper. R and B.
1: Hmm. I'm not sure if
0: I have a underrated. I love her. I her's love dope. what she's doing.
2: Yeah, hers though. That's
1: like. Great branding. Yeah. That's amazing branding. I love what they she's dance.
2: doing. Risky branding. That's not the normal, yeah. that's not conventional brand. Normally, you put an artist out, you want them to be seen. You yeah. want to posterize them everywhere. Yeah. For them to hide her and every chance they could, including performances, is risky. Well, but they because, I think they believed in the music too though. Let me just say that. Well, it's because, you know, who she
0: is and she was young when she first started in industry. Yeah. They thought the content was wasn't going to be accepted coming from her cuz the people are like, "Oh, we know Gabby like she's a yeah. little sweet young girl and it's like, no, she's a woman now." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the content has to change. Yeah. But I didn't I, th- I think that it was dope because the industry was like, we have to. I don't know. I think it was her. I don't, I don't think she, the industry or labels, I think that was her decision to kind of hide her, to identity. hide, to hide her uh, yeah. personality. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. When she first, when she first started the music industry, she went, like, they knew it was her. Mm-hmm. It's so weird for us to say her, mm-hmm. um, but then I guess I I agree there has to be something because I guess they saw how it wasn't working before, mm-hmm. but they knew that she had talent, mm-hmm. so I guess they had to do like a whole rebranding package, which honestly was probably one of the best branding that I've that I've seen personally. Yeah.
2: That speaks volumes though when you think about it, for mm-hmm. her to uh, to drop something, yeah, drop
1: something, like, and, no drop something
2: and no one knows and anything, and that about got it.
1: so many plays, but I love it. One, because it was about the music. It wasn't about her yeah, appearance. And, and that's what I'm saying. Because that's what they always do with women. Mm. Oh, is she hot? No. It was about the music yeah. itself. They didn't mm. care who she was at first. They said this was dope.
2: Am yeah. I a creep if I was attracted to her shadow? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to be honest with yeah. <laughs> uh, you. 100%. I a can't creep. Just keep it yeah. real with
0: y'all. definitely. But I love her her projects. Yeah. like I, I think she's put out she's two fire. great projects. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. So I'm. I'm. When I say underrated, I think that people should be talking about her more. Yeah. I feel like she, everyone should be speaking about mm-hmm. the music that she's putting out, and you know, to me, it's just like when you hear. Like I, I find myself listening to it, and it's like I really like this music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like she, I think vocally she's dope. I think the music is dope. The content is dope. Um. So yeah, she would probably be my your, underrated r
1: I also can't lie, I think her project was one of the very few R&B projects that I'm able to listen to from the first song to the end and not skip a song.
2: I agree. It's very few. Yeah. Like, I put Liana's up there, Liana Mm -hmm. Banks. Mm -hmm. I definitely, uh, both her, one and two, Mm -hmm. Um, who else, who else, who else, who else? Uh, Brandy, Aphrodisiac, Fire, if Mm y'all haven't heard that, that album in, in its entirety is just fired to, to me which is my personal opinion yeah but, but brandy is i know but that's what i'm saying like she's it's, brandy yeah it's one of the very few albums i can listen to straight yeah. through yeah um so i mean when you're when you're listening to artists or better yet let's rephrase the question now that you have this platform i'm a brand new artist i see you on the street i say "Maul, i got this hot dial on. i'm done mm. help me what what do i what should i be doing what do you start with with them if you have
0: a phone, you have everything you need. If you have the internet, you have everything you need. I would just tell people, listen, man, just remain true to who you are. Remain true to your craft. Mm-hmm. And if it's not the absolute only thing you want to do when you get up every day, then it's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't know, everybody has talent as far as I'm concerned. But a lot of people don't know what their talent is. A lot of people haven't tapped into their talent yet. But, you know, if it's something that when you go to sleep, you're thinking about making music, you wake up, you think about making music, like you're happiest in the studio, you're happiest when you're writing, or then that's what you're supposed to be doing. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and su- success may or may not come, but my thing is if you're happy doing it, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Everybody wants to be successful. But like, if you're genuinely getting up every day and doing something that you love, that you're passionate about, Mm -hmm. to me, that's the most gratifying thing in the world, as far as I'm concerned. People, you know, everybody wants a check, money. That's Those things are great. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that have great jobs, making great money, and they dread going to their job every single day. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. To me, that is the most, that has to be the most painful thing
1: (laughs) Brandon points themselves. Yeah. Like I feel like that's <laughs> the most
0: painful thing in the world to do, yeah. because it's like cool, you're making money, you're able to, you know, afford nice things, and but you're not happy when you're mm-hmm. making this money. So it's like, is it really worth it? Yeah, you know what I mean. I but agree. you know, if cats coming up, like I, you got the internet, you got everything, man. Mm-hmm. You can talk to, you can do songs with people in other countries that you never even met. Now. Yeah, Like I saw Nori on, I forgot what show it was on, but he said something that was interesting. He said, the the internet killed New York hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. And he was saying because back in the 90s when he would be recording somewhere and let's say uh, Cam or somebody was performing a recording at the next studio, He was like, you know, in order for them to do records together, he was like, "Yo, literally, you would have to take the reel and walk three blocks over and go to that studio and put the reel in." And Mm -hmm. so he was like, "Now with the internet, you don't have that anymore, right? Because you can just email something, and you know, that camaraderie that you know is not there anymore." But I understood what he was saying. But on the flip side of that, you know, a lot of cats back in those days couldn't do records with cats that was in California yeah because we didn't have the internet we couldn't email a song we couldn't you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so now it's like you know it's two sides to everything I feel like the internet makes the world a lot smaller and it gives us access to everyone mm-hmm. and there's a negative and a positive in that yeah yeah. you know what I mean to me like it's, I think it's super dope that right now I can text my homeboy that's in China mm-hmm. I can FaceTime him right now in China you know what I mean I think yeah. that's super ill Whereas back in the day, I would have to write a letter and, and hope to get a response in send, a week or something. like a that. Pigeon. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like now, I'm talking real time. Like I can FaceTime. Yo, yeah. what's up? They're 12 hours ahead of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To me, that's dope. That, but you know, again, I understood what Nori was saying though. Like, cause now it's like, I don't have to see these rappers if I don't want to. Yeah. You want me to do a song with you? Cool. E- email it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be in the studio with you though. Yeah. So I understood what he was saying when it killed the New York because New York we don't you know we don't support each the other. The connection at all. of it, yeah. yeah. Like we, as mm-hmm. as New Yorkers is crazy. New Yorkers do not we do not support each other.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's the craziest thing in the world to me because then we'll sit down with somebody from another state and another region that we don't know anything about and be like, oh, this is my bro. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. you don't know this dude, mm-hmm. but because he got a hot record, out of Atlanta, this is your bro. Like I look at all these New York radios, and I'm and I'm like, yo, y'all don't play anybody from the city. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of dope cats coming up in New York, which I don't play them. But whoever it got the hottest dab and twerk record in Atlanta, y'all can't wait to get them up here. Yeah. And it's no shade. I'm not mad at anybody that's getting you know recognition. But it's like we don't support. New York does not support New York.
2: Agreed. All right. Last thing before we go, because we obviously have to wrap. Okay. Funniest industry story, Maul? <laughs> or, or experience? Because you, you're, you're a man that has seen many peaks and the valleys. The funniest?
0: Oh. Uh, <laughs> the funniest industry story that I can talk about. Yeah, that you can talk about. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of a really, really great, funny story. Um... You can make it a Joe's story too, because Joe got
2: a lot of good fun. Oh my stories. god,
0: Joe has stories. Ah, it's, Joe's a nut. He's a nut. Joe is really crazy. Like, let's just put that out there. Like, when people say, "Yo, he's crazy," I'm like, "No, no, no. Joe is really crazy. like certified." Um, I'm trying to think of a funny story about Jay that I can remember. It's, Jay is just so cool man he's yeah. never, that's why that Solange Beyonce incident was great for me <laughs> <laughs> no I'm going to tell you why that was great for me because I've never seen Jay in a situation like that like you got to understand if you never met Jay, he's the cool, he walks cool like his, his demeanor is his stride is cool he never looks bothered he's just yeah. like a cool cat so to see him in a situation that wasn't cool and he's like trying to like... I've never even see, seen Jay move that fast. <laughs> like his, his his natural motion and his rhythm it in life, off. that's not his life rhythm. Like everybody has a life rhythm. Like you walk in a certain rhythm. Yeah. You speak in a certain rhythm. Like you don't notice it. But Jay, is, his rhythm is just cool. It's like I'll get there when I get there, man. Like I'm not going to run. I've never seen Jay run. <laughs> no, seriously, I've never seen him run. So to see him move like in that and like, yo, what you doing? To me, that was that was great. I was like, okay, he's human. You understand? Know he had a human moment. That was yeah. very human. Like,
1: yeah. like, yo,
0: what the fuck you doing? Like, yo, the fucking hit me! Like, you bugging out? Yeah. I laughed every time I watched that shit because I'm like, yo, I've never seen Jay move this fast. Like he's literally like Jay is one of those dudes If shots ring out He'll probably just be like Oh they wilding over there <laughs> Everybody else is like Oh shit He's just like Yo they bugging Why they doing that So to see him being attacked And he has to kind of like
2: Yeah I felt like Okay that's You know what I mean He's a regular guy now But do you think Hove, When when that's happening He's probably like Yo you wilding? Like you gotta chill oh, like, yeah, No even too, in that right? moment <laughs> You could tell he was like cursing. Yeah, nah, he, he, yeah he, look, he, he looked look frantic he looked You know what I like, mean he looked yeah, But the greatest
0: frantic. part about that is that we never would have known because remember the pictures of them leaving that event surfaced first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't know that anything had happened like yeah. that mm-hmm. until the video came out 2 weeks later. Yeah. But then now when you look back at those photos when they're leaving you can see Jay's shit kind of all <laughs> twisted. So you like, but you didn't notice that when yeah. you first seen the pictures. You was yeah. just like, your attention to
2: detail. Yeah, like his shirt is out. Yeah. So it's kind of like,
0: Oh, okay. So you was in the elevator trying to, you had to kind of <laughs> get on your shit. That's to me. That's like, yo, that's the greatest shit ever to me <laughs> to see, to see Jay just be vulnerable he's for a moment. Human. Oh. Yeah. Like he's just human. Cause you, like I literally see people that, you know, like you forget how. Famous some people are When you have a personal Relationship with them yeah. yeah You forget Like you know When you With Jay in the studio Chilling and y'all cracking Jokes for three hours mm-hmm. That's just Jay You don't look at him Like that's Jay Z Yeah But then when you go outside And you see paparazzi You see people running You're like what the fuck Yeah You forget You understand So to see him in that moment Where you know It was like It was just a human He had a human moment Yeah And he had to get uh, like, a, like another guy Fab I've never seen Fab... Like, when I see Fab do, like, physical activity, I laugh. Because he's just so cool to me. Like, Fab, is, he's never, like... They're cut from the same cloth. But that's what I'm... So, now you understand what I'm saying. They're definitely cut from the same cloth. It's funny to me when I see Fab, like... I seen him post a picture lifting weights or something. I laughed at that picture for, like, an hour. Because I'm like, Fab, what are you... And and he's doing with any other guy. He's just working out. But to see him doing it is hilarious. Because these guys are just like, you know, they Higher just fly. Than larger cool. than life, cool ass. Cool, cool ass. Exactly, <laughs> man. Exactly. All right, well, It's
2: time to go, man. I'm sad, bro. I'm sad too, man. Sad. I haven't
0: seen you in so long, man. I think I the last
2: time I... Was it the live show? It was at the live show.
0: Wait, no, it was the... What came first? The live show or the pool party?
1: The pool Ooh, party was before. Uh, Are you talking about the co- the one at Joe's place? Yeah. Okay, I went to that too. It was That was first, then the live podcast oh, yeah, was yeah, after. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a live podcast. So the so last one yeah. yeah. so uh, yeah. yeah, uh, I saw you was live. Yeah, that was the last one I saw you. We got to catch up, man. what we been doing, man. Just, <laughs> I, listen, I, <laughs> I, just, I
0: totally love what y'all doing. I wish y'all nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you. I think what y'all have going is really, really dope and really organic. And I like it. I like the way it looks. I like the way it sounds. Y'all have great chemistry on camera. When you did that, when y'all did that Redman shit, that fucked me up. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, because you just don't see Redman doing. Yeah, he don't. He don't do. Yeah. Redman so so when I saw Redman, I was like, "What? I have to know what Redman has going on. What is he doing? Like, he's one of those guys that I think is super duper talented, and this climate is for him because his personality." It's so big.
1: Oh my gosh, it's, yeah. It's
2: funny though, because again, listeners like yourself, you heard that interview, but that was only like a small thing. Like there was way more. I can imagine. That we just couldn't put out. Like I feel like
0: Redman right. and Ghostface need their own show. Yeah. Those are two dudes to me. Ghostface if you're listening. Who I feel like right now, they need their out. own show. Ghostface. Like Redman is just always like, he has one of the greatest
2: MTV cribs yeah. ever. I always say that. I, oh, like, that was
1: the classic because yeah, everyone was yeah. like, "Yo, he actually showed his place." Everyone, some other people, they be renting houses and stuff. Yeah. Everyone's like, "No, this hey, is where I live.
0: My yeah. man still sleep in the basement. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Like, but leave crazy, him. Out, he ain't
2: gonna the, bother you. The crazy shit about him is he still owns that house till this day. That's what like, I. That's, that's what, what, I'm what I'm saying. I that's yeah. what, what I love
0: place. about Redman, yo. Yeah. So shout out to him. But, but again, man, thank y'all for
2: having well, me. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. And
0: uh great. Best of luck to y'all in the in in the show, man.
2: Thank you. Uh once again, I'm Brandon Killer B. H. Hall.
1: And I'm Aaron Ashley Simon.
2: And you just heard another grassroots. We out.
1: Ski ski.